Thanks for tuning in to My Weight Live, the podcast where we talk to medical experts about the latest research and how you can apply it to reaching your best weight. If you'd like to learn more, visit us at myweightwhattoknow.com or search My Weight What to Know on Facebook. We're always posting new articles, videos, and tools that make living a healthy life easier. For many people, diet and exercise alone aren't enough to reach a healthier weight. They need help from a physician to explore medical treatments. That's what we're talking about tonight with weight management expert, Dr. Anil Maheshwari on My Weight Live. Dr. Maheshwari, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Ansley. It's uh, great to be here. So tonight we're going to talk about long-term weight loss and how medications can be a part of the journey for some people. But my first question is, what does the weight loss journey look like overall for people who's, who are successful in the long run? Give us an idea of all the different aspects of what's required to reach a healthier weight. I think there's just so much more that's required than people uh, imagine when they uh, embark on a weight loss journey. Uh, you hear about people going on uh, diets all the time, and um, diets are great for short-term weight loss, but for long-term, you have to be prepared to make changes that you can sustain over a long period of time. And I think a lot of people don't give a lot of thought to that. And so it's very important to make changes that are not only good for the next three, four months, but that you can envision doing for 20 to 30 years if you want to keep the weight off. Oh, that's a great point. You gave us a great idea of the fact that whatever we do for weight management, we need to think about it over the long term. Medications can play a part in helping many people be successful. So tell us why. How can they help? So with typical dieting, you would lose weight, the body would secrete hormones that would uh, increase your appetite. These medications uh, counteract those hormones and allow you to uh, feel full for longer and keep that weight off. So I think sometimes um, people will get the idea that medications are, quote unquote, the easy way out. Um, but what I hear you saying is, you know, they are actually counterbalancing real physiological responses in our body that happen when we lose weight. That's correct. They, um, medications certainly are not an easy way out, and that's something that we, any good weight loss physician should be uh, telling their patients that this is not a magic bullet. Uh, this will support your efforts at weight loss, but it will not uh, by itself uh, allow you to lose 100 pounds. There's still um, work that needs to be done, but it will help you uh, in those efforts. It will suppress your appetite and allow you to do the things that you want to do. Okay, so talk a little bit about, you said it will support your efforts. What are some of the efforts that someone should be doing, really that we all should be doing to be healthier, but particularly if we are trying to reach a healthier weight, what, what are the things that we should be thinking about in addition to the, the medications or treatments we might be exploring? There are so many things that people should think about besides medications when they're trying to lose weight. Uh, for example, how are you sleeping? Uh, sleep is a very vital part to uh, losing weight. Making sure you get checked for things like sleep apnea, making sure you get an adequate amount of sleep. Um, nutrition, of course, is important. Uh, we know that uh, ultra-processed foods seem to uh, make it easier to gain weight as compared to uh, less processed foods or more natural foods. We also know that activity plays a big role, uh, not only exercise, but also breaking up uh, your activity during the day. So if you're sitting all day, uh, it helps to uh, get up and, and move around. Uh, also, if you have any mental health issues or high levels of stress, it's important to get those under control as well, as they can uh, often uh, thwart your weight loss attempts. So all these things, all this kind of the lifestyle changes are kind of the foundation for reaching a healthier weight. And then there's treatments on top of that, usually medications or bariatric surgery. Um, talk about how someone might think about whether one of those treatments would be a good choice for them. 
when people uh, approach me and ask me if medications or surgery is a better option for them, uh, it all depends. If they've never used medications before, that would be a good place to start. However, for some people uh, who have struggled with weight for a very long time and have a large amount of weight to lose and feel comfortable with the potential side effects of surgery, that may also be a, a place to start. Um, there is no right order here. It all depends on uh, the individual's needs and um, acceptance of things like surgery, which is a pretty major step. So this month at My Weight What to Know, we were talking about access to care, meaning getting whatever care we need for good health. And access to a physician who can help is a big part of that. So you're a doctor who specializes in weight management. Why can talking to someone like you make a big difference for someone struggling with their weight? I think that the biggest factor in talking to somebody uh, like me who might be uh, board certified in obesity medicine is that we understand uh, the complexities of weight loss. Uh, weight loss is no longer um, just you need to uh, uh, eat less and exercise more. There are so many biological factors involved here, and I think we have the understanding of not only the biology, but also the psychology of weight loss. Oftentimes, uh, uh, physicians and healthcare providers who haven't uh, had any extra training in obesity medicine uh, don't understand some of the complexities that are involved, both the bio biological and the psychological. So it's important to find somebody who's empathetic and understands the struggle you've been going through um, and understands the biological drives that are going to cause you to eat more, um, especially as you lose weight. So for that person watching at home who said, you know, I've done this so many times before, I've lost weight and then I've regained it and I've lost weight and regained it. I've kind of been on that cycle. What would you say to them about what's happened in their body that has driven that cycle over and over again? What drives weight uh, loss and then regain is basically the hormones in the body. We know that there's uh, a lot of hormones that are secreted from the gut that go up to the brain, um, some that cause you to feel full and some that cause you to feel hungry. As the human body loses weight, it, it's almost like it goes into starvation mode or alarm mode and starts secreting a bunch of hormones that cause you to feel more hungry. And there have been studies that even show that it releases hormones that cause you to appreciate food more, uh, food tastes better. And so oftentimes when you lose 20, 30, 40 pounds through dieting alone, um, you get to a point where the body is secreting so many of these hormones that it makes it difficult to continue on that weight loss journey. And that's oftentimes where we see that weight regain. So what I hear you saying is, it's not someone's fault. It's not that they just, you know, ran out of willpower and weren't working hard enough. It's that, you know, their, their body's physiological response perhaps overcame their best efforts. That's a great way of putting it. I think that a lot of people are very hard on themselves. As a matter of fact, I would say that most people looking to weight, uh, lose weight are very hard on themselves, and they think it's their fault that they didn't uh, have the willpower to keep going. But uh, we know that the body is going to fight the, the weight loss tooth and nail, and, um, and that's where sometimes these medications come in to help support you in your efforts to, get, to counteract or counterbalance some of these uh, hormones that are being secreted. So we've heard many people say when they've spoken to their family doctor about their weight, they were told exactly what you said earlier, eat less and move more. Can you talk about why this is really considered by experts like yourself to be an outdated approach? Uh, I think that the eat less and move more um, 
advice really should go to the graveyard at this point. <laughs> uh, we have been saying this for decades, and yet you can see the patterns of weight gain that are happening around the world. Everybody already knows they should be eating less and moving more. As a matter of fact, my patients will often say to me, uh, you know, that's I go to a specialist and that's what they say to me. Uh, that's the first words out of their mouth, but uh, they think I don't know that. Um, and so... Uh, we help the patients to understand that there's so much more to this. Um, we have to talk about all those other pieces, including sleep, nutrition, uh, control of stress and uh, anxiety, depression. There's medications that cause weight gain. We have to look at all of these pieces to see uh, where we can help patients um, do more than just eat less and move more. So if someone hears this from their doctor, what would you recommend they do? I think one of the best things to do is to ask if they can get a referral to a weight loss specialist, uh, somebody uh, who is board certified in obesity medicine um, is a, a great place to start uh, because I think that that'll allow you to open up a lot more avenues, a lot more tools will be at your disposal in your efforts to lose weight and it won't be um, such a yo-yo um, experience as you, as you have with diet, dieting alone, let's say. So let's say that someone has had a conversation about weight with their family doctor, but they just didn't get the answers they were hoping for, and they're really not sure what to do next. What would you suggest they consider? Well, for um, a patient who feels like they didn't uh, get the advice they were seeking from their family doctor, they have a couple options. They could ask their family doctor if they're comfortable with any of the weight loss medications that are currently approved and um, if they would prescribe them to them. But I think that if they really want to get the most benefit, I think they do need a referral to a specialist who will talk about more than the medication um, uh, should have an entire program in place to help them with all the other pieces. And I just want to say here really quickly, folks, we have a locator tool on our website that lists all the physicians in Canada who are kind of the experts that Dr. Maheshwari is talking about. Dr. Maheshwari's clinic itself is actually listed on the locator. So be sure to check that out if you're looking for that kind of specialist that Dr. Maheshwari was referring to earlier. All right, Dr. Maheshwari, let's say we have a great conversation with our doctor. He or she talks about treatments with us, and maybe they even prescribe a treatment. We start doing our research though and we realize it's not covered by our insurance. Do we have any options at that point? Getting coverage for weight loss medications is one of the toughest challenges in this field. Uh, oftentimes there are special forms that can be filled out that may get your authorization for the medications. Other times uh, if we can uh, uh, sometimes with blood work, we can discover some of the comorbidities that um, will allow medications to be uh, covered as well. For example, if you have diabetes or your blood sugar is just uh, at the level just prior to diabetes, we can often get coverage for some of the medications. Unfortunately, there are uh, not too many avenues open for getting uh, medications other than that. So I'll just add a plug in here that um, we strongly suggest that anyone in Canada focus on some of the wonderful advocacy organizations like Obesity Canada that's doing a lot of work uh, to get insurance companies and get government to cover uh, those obesity medications, which are so needed by so many folks. Uh, Dr. Marishwari, one last question about seeing a physician. Telemedicine has kind of become the default way we see a physician uh, over the last year and a half. Can you talk about the benefits of virtual appointments, particularly for weight management and how they work? for you and your patients? A lot of people wonder if uh, virtual care can work for weight loss medicine. I found that it's been uh, tremendously successful. First of all, it uh, means that the patient doesn't have to take half a day off to come in. Um, I know that oftentimes 
people struggling with their weight uh, are embarrassed to, to come into the doctor's office. They, uh, it's much easier to do it uh, online. I am able to ask for their weight on their home scale. I think that's just as reliable as a scale in the office. Uh, as long as we are comparing the, uh, the weight from visit to visit, um, the, I, I think the intimacy is still there if we have a, a video visit. Um, I think that both the uh, physician and the patient uh, feel like uh, it's a great way to do these visits. So if someone says there's really no doctor near me, virtual care is my only option. What I hear you saying is go for it. Like it's still a great way to interact with an expert. Absolutely. I think it's a great way. And um, there may be little pieces that are needed. For example, sometimes we need a blood pressure reading, but uh, uh, we will sometimes uh, get a blood pressure monitor or um, the patient can often go into a pharmacy and get their blood pressure taken. And so they can report all that data to us and then we can do the same care online as we would in the office in many, many cases. So we know that treating things like high blood pressure or high cholesterol as soon as possible is critical. Is weight the same way? Does seeking out help early for managing our weight make a difference? Absolutely. I think it makes a huge difference. But I think that we are at a stage where a lot of people are not ready to accept that yet. And I would encourage everyone to think of it that way. Um, it's almost like uh, 30, 40 years ago, the way that we thought about mental health was that um, you, you, know, you can do it yourself. You don't really need to see a doctor. You don't need medications. But I think we've entered a new age in weight loss uh, where we understand that medications can help your efforts. And the earlier you do it, the less likely you're going to develop some of the complications that come with uh, weight gain, such as diabetes, such as blood pressure, and such as uh, high cholesterol, fatty liver, sleep apnea. The list goes on and on. My favorite thing as a family physician is uh, preventative medicine. And I think uh, obesity medicine is a form of preventative medicine in many cases. If we can stop the weight gain, if we can reverse some of the weight gain and, and help you with weight loss, then we can uh, prevent you from developing things, even things like back pain and uh, restrictive lung disease where you have shortness of breath, which leads you to do less exercise, which leads to more complications. Um, these are all things that can be avoided. And, and the sooner we're able to help you keep the weight off, the more or the less likely you will be to um, develop some of these complications. So I hate to call out a very specific segment of our audience, but we know men in particular don't uh, like to be proactive in terms of weight management until we see those downstream complications. Any message uh, for the men in our audience specifically, Dr. Mahashwari? It's funny you should ask that. I, I can't tell you how many times uh, men have been dragged into the office by the ear, by their spouses or partners um, for even things like physicals. I would encourage men to um, really think about the long-term complications of uh, their health. Uh, oftentimes, uh, women, I think, in general, generally speaking, are better at looking at their family history and, and realizing this is what's coming down the line. Um, my mother had diabetes. My father had diabetes. So really take a good look at your family history. And it kind of paints a picture of where you could potentially be headed. And so if you focus on the future, you may want to, uh, you may decide, oh, okay, I need to take care of this now. So uh, that is something that I would encourage men to do. Uh, and also just come in for routine health um, checkups as well, because that's where you discover things like blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, diabetes, uh, and, and they can be, um, if they can be caught early on, weight loss may even help with them enough that you won't have to go on too many extra medications. 
So talk a little bit about how, you know, diet and exercise may help us get, I don't know, three to 5%, you know, weight loss, but treatments like medications or bariatric surgery can get a lot, can help us be more successful. Talk about the differences there between uh, treatments and the rate of success. Surgeries um, cause, uh, lead to the most weight loss on average. Uh, however, they are invasive and they, there, are, there can be complications, so it's not for everybody. We are now in a new realm where the medications are getting better and better. Uh, we just had one recently approved in the United States and uh, should be coming here soon that will um, it has been shown to lead to up to 17% weight loss on average. That's an amazing number. That's a number that we only saw with surgery in the past. So there is uh, now an agent that can lead to up to 17% weight loss. And uh, that, is, that is very impressive. So I think we're entering a new era in medicine where we have more medications available than ever before. They're safe and effective. And in the next five to 10 years, we're going to see uh, many new medications come out that are going to also help and address the weight loss issue in different ways. So in the future, we could see a combination of medications that will lead to the same kind of outcomes that some of the surgeries currently do. Well, it's so funny you say multiple medications because I think with things like high blood pressure or even high cholesterol, we're comfortable, you know, with multiple medications and adding a medication when we're not seeing the results that, you know, someone was hoping for. So it's really neat to see obesity kind of become just like any other medical condition where we have more options and, and more ways to help people be successful. Yeah, that's right. We've, uh, for many years, we've used multiple medications for diabetes, blood pressure, and cholesterol. And uh, most patients are willing to do that because they understand what their targets are. Uh, and um, I think we have to, uh, we will reach that uh, with weight loss medications as well, because uh, one medication doesn't always work for any given condition. And sometimes you need multiple medications to attack it from different angles. So we know obesity is a chronic disease, just like diabetes or high blood pressure or high cholesterol. But I think what makes it unique is kind of this cultural misunderstanding that we should be able to do this ourselves. Unlike diabetes or high blood pressure, where we recognize medication is necessary, I think there's still that old feeling of just, if I just had more willpower. Talk a little bit about, based on the experience of all the patients that you see, that, that that's just not a realistic view, despite how pervasive it is. I think, Anthony, you're right. Most people believe that they should be able to do this by just uh, having more willpower, just by just trying harder, by exercising more, by eating less. And um, we know the studies show that uh, more than 90% of people will gain back their weight within the year uh, and, um, and sometimes more. And so it's um, important to have a strategy. Again, we should think about weight loss in terms of the next 20 to 30 years. What am I able to do and sustain rather than uh, think about the latest uh, fad that's out there and say, oh, um, I want to lose 30 pounds or 50 pounds quickly. Um, yes, you might be able to lose it quickly. There are actually a lot of ways to lose weight quickly. But ask yourself, are you going to be able to keep that off long term? What is the data? Um, and and that's where um, talking to a weight loss professional uh, might be very, very beneficial. Is there anything else you want the audience to know watching tonight? Anything we didn't cover that you feel is really important for them to, to think about? I think the best way to think about weight loss is the way that we thought about mental health 
uh, about 40 years ago. I think that people thought that you don't need a medication. You can just, if you just try harder, if you just focus on the positive, that you can, um, you can combat depression. We know that that's not the case, and we accept that uh, currently. For the most part, we accept that certain medications can help us with our anxiety and depression. It's no longer seen as a weakness to ask for medications for anxiety and depression. I th I'm hoping that people will eventually feel that way about weight loss. It is, if you can do it on your own, that's wonderful. But if you need, there's no shame in asking for help and asking for, for help from a weight loss professional is probably your best way of going. Dr. Maheshwari, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This has been a delightful conversation. Thank you, Ansley. It's been great to be here. Mm -hmm.